Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and thanks for tuning in. I am That Nerd Dad and this is another That Nerd Dad is Occasionally Live episode. Uh, So I'll keep these short because I repeat myself a lot at the top explaining what the episode is about. So on live episodes, we're going to do a shorter intro, but I do want to tell you that I appreciate you and I want you to hit subscribe or follow. (laughs) Gotta get that in. Here's the intro. Here's the show. You'll love this one. Are you listening? Hello, uh. it says we are live. Let's hope we are. Uh, welcome to that Nerd Dad podcast. I am occasionally live, hopefully on all the Dean Blundell networks and channels. I'm still getting the hang of this. This is only my third live stream so far this year. Uh, but welcome to that Nerd Dad podcast where we talk parenting, pop culture, and politics while I'm on my lunch break. <laughs> I always make sure that just in case my boss somehow tunes in, I'm stealing time from myself to do this. So uh, a couple times a week, I go live. We talk parenting, pop culture, and politics. Uh, and today, we got some fun stuff. We're going to talk a little racism. I like racism. Racism, that can be a fun topic, can't it? Uh, what else we got? We got uh, Jeopardy, an 82-year-old man retiring. And uh, Bell doesn't want to talk to us anymore. And then Eddie Murphy's still the goat. So let's start with a, a little a little throwback here. Paramount Plus recently announced that they're bringing a show called Rise of the Pink Ladies to their streaming service. And I'll uh, I'll play you just the just the beginning of the trailer and see see if you saw what I saw. Let's see let's see how this works. Ladies, you must be careful with whom you associate. A girl's reputation is all that she has. Maybe sometimes you gotta be bad to do good. All right, that's enough. You get the gist. Grease is back. I love Greece. You love Greece. We all love Greece. Greece is the word. Uh, but here's the thing that caught my eye. When they said it was a prequel to the original Greece, I had to do a little math. I had to do a little math in my head here. So uh, I looked it up. The OG re- Greece was set in 1958. This one is set in 1954. So sometime between 1954 in 1958, Rydell High became a segregated school. Because, if you'll notice, in that trailer, there's a lot of minorities. A very 2023 interpretation of what Rydell High in the 50s would look like. So now I wonder, now I'm wondering, what happened between 1954 
1958 that caused Rydell High to become segregated again. That's the story I want to tell. That's the story I want to hear about. I want to hear about why Rydell High went from integrated to segregated. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> I know we have to keep up with the times and I know it's this and the politically correct. And if heaven forbid, if they not heaven forbid, if they did a show full of white people, I'd be the first one saying the show's too white. As you can tell from my background here, which has just bat glit and I look washed out, but um, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy talk. So when did it become segregated again and why tell that story paramount? Uh, and for those of you wondering, Paramount Plus will be airing it on April 6th. April 6th, you can find out the origin stories of the Pink Ladies. I know all the current millennials were dying to know. Hollywood, full of new ideas. Next thing I want to talk about. Next thing, I, I'm, not, I'm not big on segues. Segues are for uh, professionals. Next thing I want to talk about is Jeopardy Masters. Oh, I love Jeopardy. Do you like Jeopardy? I love Jeopardy. Uh, I literally PVR Jeopardy so I don't miss an episode. We uh, we PVR it, put the kids to bed, and it's the first thing we watch is Jeopardy. It's like our it's like our dinner show. My wife and I grab our dinner if we weren't able to eat it with the kids, and we watch Jeopardy and we yell out answers. She answers more right. I answers more. I answer more wrong. And then when it's over, we move into something more serious. We're currently binge watching How to Get Away with Murder. No spoilers, please. Um, but that's kind of our that's our that's our appetizer television show is Jeopardy. So when they made the announcement of Jeopardy Masters, gotta look into it. Got to gotta look into it. Uh, we got Amy Schneider, Matt Amodio, Matteo Roach, Andrew He, Sam Buttry, James Holzhauer. Now. These names are probably all familiar to you if you are a Jeopardy fan, as I am. The big standout here, of course, being Holtower, um, because his personality was so um, so overwhelming. Even his little uh, his little move with the hands, all in, his all in. That became a thing. People just do that now. All in. I'm all in. Um, and of course, Amy Schneider, second winningest streak, next only to Ken Jennings. And this one will be hosted by Ken Jennings as well. So I went digging for information because they made the announcement yesterday. Also, shout out to Matteo Roach, Canadian, uh, who had a hell of an impressive run last year and uh, will be returning. I tried looking for information about what this will be. What is the Masters? And this is all I could find. It'll feature what ABC calls a Champions League style competition with a series of games featuring six of the best players in recent years. Matt Amodio, Sam Buttry, Andrew He, James Holtzauer, Matteo Roach, and Amy Schneider. Each hour-long episode will feature two games among different combinations of the six contestants leading up to the crowning of a champion. Uh, this is interesting in that I know the uh, the Jeopardy underwent, underwent some new leadership. And one of the things that came out of that was they said the world wants more Jeopardy, not less. So we're going to find some ways to bring the world more Jeopardy. And he, he talked about how they do this job of selling a personality when someone goes on a run and they, and they create these little mini celebrities, these little stars, these little people that people are, people are interested in. And then they only get them for one year. 
of course, there's the there's the breakout stars, the Holt Towers, the Ken Jennings, um, uh, Brad, things like that. They kind of go off and do their own thing. But they create these little stars, and then they just lose them. And they wanted to create a, a sporting event where they can use these personalities and sell them and get people to tune in more and more. And I'm all here for it. I think this is the beginning of that style. I don't don't be don't be surprised if down the road you start seeing standings. I think that's when Champions League style. We're talking point systems. We're talking playoff rounds. It's going to be a lot of fun if you're a Jeopardy fanatic, as I am. Speaking of things, old people like old people like that was my best attempt at a transition. Old people like good news stories, and here's a good news story. Look at look at this old guy. Look at him. 82 years old, he retired from Walmart after TikTok raised $100,000. I both love and hate this story at the same time. <laughs> I, I am, I, I, first off, come on. He looks like he should be handing out candy. He's such a sweet old man. I love this dude. Uh, but here's the story. An 82-year-old Walmart cashier worked his last shift on Wednesday thanks to a TikToker who helped raise more than $100,000 for the grandfather and U.S. Navy veteran. That's part of the star, part of the story I hate. Butch Marin of Cumberland, Maryland, was finally able to retire after receiving a check for $108,682 in online donations from GoFundMe. The fundraiser was organized by Rory McCarthy, whose posts about Marion, a widower, went viral on TikTok. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's sad, isn't it? It's sad. Look, at, look he's 82 years old. He's a U.S. Navy vet. He's a widower. And if it wasn't for fucking TikTok, he'd still be bagging your groceries. <laughs> it's, it's horrible. It's horrible where we're at. Um, I don't know what the solution is on a grand scheme of things in terms of what the age of retirement is. Um, I'm at the age where people are starting to ask me kind of like, eh, what are you thinking about retiring? And, uh, you know, do you have a plan? And my plan is to uh, die at my desk. That's my, that's my plan. My plan is to check out while I'm working. Sounds like a good idea to me. But the part that really gets me about this is he's a U.S. Navy vet. He's 82 years old. He wanted to retire. It's not like he's there, one of these old guys who's working because he, you know, he likes the interaction with people and he wants to, he wants to, you know, stay in contact and he likes to socialize. 
he was looking for a way to retire. And at 82 years old, the U.S. government, the U.S. Navy, couldn't help him out. I, uh, I'm going to defer all future kind of words about this topic to anything John Stewart has ever done. Um, John Stewart has, has talked about this extensively and, and does the most fundamental work for uh, U.S. veterans imaginable. And um, it's just, it's a shame. It's a shame. But I'm glad, uh, what was his name? <laughs> glad Butch. Of course his name is Butch. What 82-year-old man isn't named Butch? Uh, I'm glad Butch here finally gets to go by. Uh, there was early, later in the article, it says his plan is to go drink some cold beer by a river. God damn it. I love this guy. The GoFundMe is still open. At least it was last I checked. Uh, you can keep adding to it. I think it was up over 112,000 last time I checked. Okay. Speaking of things that piss me off, I'm going to talk about Bell Let's Talk. So for those in Canada, you're familiar with the, uh, the, the Bell Media campaign. Bell Let's Talk. They donate five cents every time you use the hashtag or send a text with the phrase, let's talk. And they've replaced that campaign with a lump sum of $10 million. Now there's a million obvious reasons as to why, actually there's 10 million obvious reasons as to why they're doing this, but I couldn't, I, I, C, CBC for all their faults did a great job summarizing this. While the campaign was a marketing win for Bell initially, in recent years, the popularity of the hashtag has drawn some unwanted scrutiny to the company. In 2021, the company laid off staff at radio stations across Canada within weeks of Let's Talk. Then last year, it faced public image issues after a number of employees with the company's media division came forward with complaints about the, wo the work culture. Former CP24 weather specialist Patricia Jagernoff launched a complaint with Ontario's Human Rights Commission alleging systemic discrimination. Daniel Graham, a former host of entertainment news program eTalk, is suing the company for a wrongful dismissal after being let go without warning after a 15-year career. And of course, let's not forget the Lisa Laflamme fuck up her around the world. It uh, made C CNN. Good for you, Bell. So I think, I think this is their way of saying, we don't want to talk about it anymore. But they can't. They can't come out and say, we're not going to talk about it anymore. They cannot do that because it will, it will, it will give credence to all of the individuals who have said, you don't actually give a shit about people. You care about the publicity. Well, now they're not getting the positive publicity they used to get from this, but they can't walk away from it. <laughs> so, so now they're just like, eh, we'll write a check and, uh, please don't use that hashtag. Fucking criminals, criminals. Okay. They're not criminals. They're bad people. I'm willing to say it. They're bad people. If you saw me look, it's because we're live and I have a three-year-old who's saying dada. So let's see if he ignores, he continues to talk to me or if I continue on the show here. Hang on one moment. Let me mute my mic. Forget it. You guys can hear this. Yes, buddy. I didn't get your animal crackers. Okay, I'll get your animal crackers in just a couple minutes, okay? Uh, I only have a few more minutes left in my meeting, and then I'll get the animal crackers. 
Yeah. I want to play bowling. You want to play bowling? We want to play with a bowling ball. Okay, I'll get you the bowling ball and the animal crackers in just a few minutes. This is the best. I hope you guys are enjoying this. Okay, seems content with that answer. <laughs> so, bowling, someone put it in the chat. Remind me I need to get the bowling ball and animal crackers. And uh, look, I'm going to finish on this. Uh, the, the Golden Globes were this week. And, I mean, who cares about the Golden Globes? I didn't know they were on. You didn't know they were on. And Eddie Murphy accepted his uh, his Lifetime Achievement Award for, or they call it a Career Achievement Award, the Cecil B. DeMille at the Golden Globes. And he gave a mic drop of a speech, which I will play for you now. If you haven't heard it, it's, uh, it's a thing of beauty. Here we go. Let's switch the screen here so this will air better. No, nope, you won't. Forget it. We're doing it this way. Wrap it up and just say something to all the new up-and-coming dreamers and artists that are in the room tonight. I want to let you know that there is a, a definitive blueprint that you can follow to achieve success, prosperity, longevity, and peace of mind. It's a blueprint, and I followed it my whole career. It's very simple. It's three things. You just do these three things. Pay your taxes, <laughs> mind your business, and keep Will Smith's wife's name. Mouth! <laughs> he was he, Eddie Murphy. I mean, I mean, oh, I, I, look, we, we know he's one of the greatest of all time when it comes to stand-up comedy. His, uh, his performances in SNL, his performances uh, on stand-up, that red leather jumpsuit, fucking phenomenal. Um, and here he accepts a Lifetime Achievement Award and gives one of the most perfect deliveries of a joke you could possibly imagine. The builder, he had the audience with him. He thought he was being like, oh, this is this is cute and sincere. Pay your taxes, keep your nose clean. You know, it's all like very cute, but kind of funny. Still kind of funny, still in his wheelhouse. And then he hits you with just the best pun intended on that one, hits you with the best possible punchline to that joke. So uh <laughs> got the night. Hell, it's the only thing I know about the Golden Globes from this year. That and the fact that it had the lowest ratings, uh, second lowest ratings, I think, of all time. I don't even know that definitively, but I know that Eddie Murphy, Mike dropped that speech. That's it. That's the show. 15 minutes, 20 minutes. That's what I do here. Pop culture, parenting, politics. Uh, if I haven't asked you already, can you hit the subscribe button? Follow me. I'm on Twitter. I'm on the Twitter for uh, the old people. I'm on the Twitter. I'm on the TikTok. You can find me at that nerd dad or that nerd dad podcast kind of everywhere. But my primary homes are YouTube and Twitter. So hit subscribe, hit follow. I greatly appreciate it. One thing, Dean Blundell, of course, uh, for sharing his network, his platform with me. This is a terrific space for creators. If you are thinking about starting a podcast, look into it. It's fun. It's the world's best hobby. I don't make anything from this. This is for me. This is for me. I, I get I get so much joy out of doing this. So thank you to Dean Blundell and his whole crew, including Rookie, um, who in the, at the very last second saved me. Not saved me, but he helped me. And you see in the, uh, nope, wrong side. Do you see this little thing here? That little thing there that says Joe at that nerd dad? I could not get that to load. 
I do not know what button brings up this, but I wanted it. <laughs> so I messaged him and I said, I'm going live in a little while. Can you help me out? And he said, I don't know why it's not there either. And then magically, like seconds before I went on air, boom, there it was. So rookie, if you're listening, thank you. Uh, everyone else, just thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Be well, be safe. And uh, we'll do this again sometime soon. I am still trying to figure out how to how to put these together so that they sound a little nicer and cleaner for your uh, for your listening pleasure. That was by far my best live show. I know it's only my third one, but uh, the comfort level is clearly growing. And we had uh, some engagement that time, had comments and live people watching. It was it was fun. I'm not comfortable yet trying to respond to them, but I'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> look uh, uh once or twice a week we'll go live once or twice a week there'll be a pre-recorded episode hopefully uh once things settle down and uh got all the kinks worked out 2023 is gonna be a big year for this show i've said it before i'll say it every week until it is a big year for us um thank you thank you thank you be well be safe and we'll talk next week thanks for listening damn what happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.